I don't see fear as um, blocking us, as blocking myself. I see it as an amazing opportunity to grow. The truth is that we only grow when we feel that we get to do something new, something that we haven't done before. And it doesn't need to be a struggle. It doesn't need to be hard or difficult. You only need to be doing something that you haven't done before. friend welcome back if you are new here i'm joyan chan your host of the podcast by joy with joyan thank you for joining us every week for the most authentic courageous and powerful connections with a lot of fun thank you for showing up for yourself today to continue to learn and grow to create a life with joy passion purpose and success in your own style on your own terms and today's guest is the creator of step on your fears a movement designed to make the world a courageous and authentic place in the work environment. She is a transformational speaker and NLP trainer specialized in fear. Her goal and mission are to support you in becoming the strongest version of yourself in business and helping you understand fear from a different perspective and teaching you how to unblock your mind when taking decisions. She does business coaching on fear for professionals, groups, and international organizations. She speaks in front of audiences worldwide, empowering people around the world with unique signature talks and live NLP exercises on stage for the most powerful business mindset. She best describes herself as an army general of fear, believing that if you really want it, you will have it, no matter what. You only need a fierce drive and the will to train your mind. And she is here today to guide you on your fascinating journey to unlimited success. So guys, help me welcome the fearless Roxana Poppet. Welcome to the show, Roxana. I'm so happy you're finally here on my show. Thank you so much, Joyan. It is a pleasure and an honor talking to you for the second time. I'm very privileged. Thank you for having me. Well, I don't think it's the second time. I think it's more than that. We have been talking forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that uh, when we first did, uh, when I didn't have my podcast, you invited me to be on your podcast and share my, my story. I was so happy. And now it's your time to share yours with my listeners. And I'm so excited. So I want to start with, you know, something that I really want to talk to you about. Because when I was reading through your bio, I love that you call yourself an army general of fear. And, you know, you're, you're helping so many people to live a fear-free life. You know, and I have so many questions for you today about fear. Just about fear. We have so many questions. Because we have so many fears, right? We have so many fears. Fear of not enough, fear of judgment, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of success. You name it, you have it. And we are often being paralyzed by our fear and we are, we are unable to move through it. 
So we end up not doing anything and not taking any action to actually overcome the fear. So as an NLP trainer, you know, specialized in fear, can you first talk to us about what fear really is and why do we have fear and what are some of the ways that we can look at fear so that it's not so scary anymore? Wonderful question, Joyan. First of all, let's look at fear as part of us. Luckily, and unfortunately at the same time, there is not too much that we can do to get fear to go away. That's why we need to accept it, to use it to our advantage and to look at it from a different perspective, as easy as one, two, three, because when you get to learn your lessons, you only get to evolve and get your mindset to some new amazing heights. Second of all, I also like to look at fear as a guide and uh, as an army general of fears, it's very important to get to discipline our minds. Make it easy, nothing too difficult, nothing too complex, because as you said, fear blocks us. We don't get to do too much. If you give your mind very complex things to do when it's afraid, unfortunately, we will not move at all. So it's really important to deal with it in a very simple manner just to get it to work for you and not against you. Yeah, I love that. So how, you know, how can we make our fear work for us then? Like, for example, let me just give you some example. Like, okay, my fear is, I think one of the most common fear that people have is public speaking, right? That is like number one fear uh, for, for a lot of us. So how can we make sure that we are using our fear to our advantage? in that scenario? Great question. Well, let's look at it from a whole new perspective once again and know that our mind is negative by default. This is not a bad thing. This is not a good thing. It's how our mind is designed. Luckily, it is here to keep us safe. Our mind wants to make sure that our physical body is safe. And that's why any change, Joyan, even the slightest change in our routines is a threat to our mindset, to our mind, that things like this, okay, Joyan, you want to make a change but you were pretty okay before doing this change. You were alive, you were well, you were doing okay. You were in your comfort zone. If you make anything uh, new with your routines, with your daily activities, what if it's dangerous? What if you get to have some injuries? And this is how our mind talks. And most of the times, I really like to refer to it as uh, a worried mother. What do you do with a worried mother? You cannot argue with it, can you? You need to simply tell it, okay, you are right. I could be in danger. This is a potential danger, but I promise you that I'm very aware. And your mom, <laughs> your mind will actually start to calm down. Okay. Joanne is on top of this. So 
as she'll be so much more careful now that I let her know she's also very, very aware, things just may work out okay this time. And with practice, give your mind some very simple duties, some very simple uh, tasks every day, it'll work with you. And regarding fear of public speaking, this is a great one. I remember I would be paralyzed when I would be in front of the camera for the first time. And why was that? Why are we afraid when we get to talk with other people because we have a great message? There's nothing dangerous about that, is it? We get fear of being judged, fear of the unknown, maybe fear of being laughed at, fear of failing. However, conquering this fear of public speaking takes five seconds. It's not about you at all. It's about your message. And our businesses and our professional lives mean nothing if we don't use them to serve with our voices, whether we are speakers or trainers or we have a different uh, professional activity, we need to focus on the message that our audience will use. When it's not about us, when it's not about you, I keep telling me even now when I have a live session, it's not about me the fear completely disappears. It's about helping through your message. I love that answer so much. I love that when you say, you know, our fear is just like our worried mother. That is so funny. That is so true. That is so relevant. Uh, because yes, you know, they are, they worry about us all the time, right? Like, have you eaten? Where are you? You know, what are you doing? <laughs> all these things. And it's the same when we talk to ourselves. It's the same when our fear talks to us, right? Uh, you are going to have, you know, you are going to do some stupid stuff or you are going to, I don't know, the worst case scenario that we rehearse in our mind over and over again. It's the same as our mom, right? Oh, she's not replying to me. She's not calling me. She hasn't figured out a phone. What, what happened to her, right? So I love that uh, analogy so much. I never thought of that before. So thank you for sharing that. And you mentioned, yes, one of the things that you mentioned, actually, I actually read that on your article. In one of your articles, I can't remember the name, but you mentioned that in order to step on your fear, which is a movement that you started, you know, we need a very strong reason why and we need leverage. I'm not sure whether you remember that. Of course you do because you've written that yourself. And you said we need to have a purpose bigger than our fear because fear comes when we only think of ourselves and we think what others might judge us or might not think highly of us. And you also say in the article, just because you have a fear, it doesn't mean it is yours. It doesn't mean it defines you. I mean, Wow, just reading that in your article, that's so powerful. Because when we focus on ourselves, like you said, we put all this pressure on ourselves. Am I going to perform well? Am I going to say the right thing? You know, will I say the wrong thing in that interview? Will I forget my speech in giving that presentation? Right? And I know there are so many key, key messages here. But why do you say uh, when you have a fear, it doesn't mean it is yours? So can you explain that to us? Yes, this is such a great question and you have done an amazing research and I have to thank you for doing all your amazing homework with these fantastic questions that actually help me see fear from a different perspective myself as well that I truly believed 
that I checked every angle of fear, there's always more to learn. When I say that even if you have a fear, it doesn't mean that it's yours. It doesn't mean that it defines you. It means that we need to question our thoughts. The thing with thoughts is that we don't see them. They are not material. Our mind is like a mere cloud. So we can play with it. If we don't feel that our thoughts, our fears are supporting us. So it's might as well get into the rational side of our mind and decide then and there, okay, with a pen and a piece of paper, you know, I always say about this because it's such a strong awareness when you get to see things written down, you get to ask yourself, okay, am I now in a state that is supporting of my goal in the future, of my bigger mission? If not, then you need to check, okay, what's with these thoughts? What's with these fears? Are they helping me grow? Do I have to learn a lesson? Ask yourself this, and once you get to understand that, okay, when I get to think of maybe, let's give an example, fear of failing when you start a new project with your business. Okay, is this thought truly supporting me? Well, it's not because I haven't even started the project. So why am I thinking that it's failing? Okay. Oh, I remember why I'm thinking about this because I remember that some friends of mine started something similar and yes, they failed, but wait a minute. It doesn't mean that I have to do the same because I'm different. I'm unique. I have my own mission, I have my own perspective, my business is different, it has me in it to guide it, and as you get to deep dig into this, you get to see that, okay, 99% of what I was feeling before around these thoughts, around these fears, are not real, these fears are not mine. We get to analyze, we get to check reality through our filters. We get to sometimes distort, we get to see reality with some glasses that are not always beneficial to us. We sometimes just need to clean the lens or get rid of the lens or even change the lens of the glasses. And Getting these questions answered, Joanne, gets you to understand that, okay, these thoughts are not real only because I have them here. It doesn't mean they're mine. It doesn't mean then that they define me. So might as well get my thoughts looking and giving me some empowering patterns so that I can build my mission, my bigger goal. Okay, I get it. Okay, so how can we turn fear into power? You know, because when um, another quote that I just saw on your Instagram is about trusting yourself more than you trust your doubts, more than you trust your fear. And I find that very empowering because, you know, the opposite of fear, the opposite of it is trust, you know, self-trust, self-belief and faith. 
And then regardless of what I'm facing right now, regardless of what is in front of me right now, I choose to exercise my confidence muscle and I believe in myself, right? I believe in myself that I am bigger than my fear. But for people who are listening to this right now, they may say, you know, Rosanna, Joyan, it's easier said than done. You know, because when you face, when you're faced with a fear, when it's right in front of you, it's so real, right? It's, we actually feel it physically in our body. You know, anxiety, sweaty palms, your heart is beating fast and you can't breathe. You feel like you can't breathe. Um, so the question that I want to ask, I know people will ask because... Yeah, so I just want to ask because I know they will be asking is how, you know, in moments like this, how do we trust ourselves? Like, what do we have to actually say to ourselves? Like, what do we have to do in order to trust ourselves more than we trust our fear in that very moment? Another great question and maybe the most important one because as you said, when you feel that fear, you feel it in your body and it's very difficult to think, okay, Roxana and Joanne, but I actually feel it in my body. I feel it in my gut. How can you say it's not real when I feel it, it's real? This is the magic of our thoughts. And the thing is that you don't need to do anything. You don't need to say to yourself anything. You need to ask yourself this only one question because as i said i love it simple because i myself was in this situation give me something complex to work with i couldn't because i was already overwhelmed so might as well let's simplify everything ask yourself this and this is a magic question everything that starts with what and with how needs to be so, so important in your daily mindset routine. What am I learning from this fear? What am I learning from this fear? As you ask yourself this, and please have a pen and a piece of paper, get your thoughts from here, from up here to down here on a piece of paper because your mind gets to start to rationalize. It gets your thoughts very clearly defined and as your conscious mind kicks in, you'll get to understand that you'll only be seeing solutions. You you will start to feel very relieved the heart rate will start to slow down back to normal because as you give your mind, I like to call it the hook on solutions, give it something positive to focus on, it'll give you the solutions and you will be blown away how this very simple exercise gets you to conquer your fears and your anxiety. And I truly suggest that you start doing this even now. If you have any fears, any anxieties, any feelings that you feel that are not supporting you, any limiting beliefs, the pen and the paper and this question, what am I learning from this fear, are going to be your saviors. And it gets to be very easy as you do this every single day. A very important thing that I want to mention here 
is to get into a lot of kindness for yourself. Be very compassionate as you would be with your best friend ever because it is tough at first to get your mind to listen towards the positive because as I mentioned a few minutes ago, it's negative by default. It's not going to hurt you in any way you might as well look at your mind and at these fears as maybe a friend in disguise. So that's why give it these great tools and be kind, be compassionate, be patient, and things are going to be so much better after a week. Give it a week to work with anything major, maybe a day or two with anything that's minor, and yes, let Joanne and I know about the results because you will be amazed. I love that. That is such a great advice and uh, great tips. Um, yeah, I find that journaling, like especially when you write down your thoughts, because when you have thoughts, it's all here, right? You can't really think because you are not seeing them, right? You're just thinking. So when you put them down, then you realize actually it's not that serious. It's actually not that fearful anymore, right? <laughs> So I find it really powerful as well. So thanks for sharing that two questions. Like, what can I learn from this? You know, what can I learn from my fear? And you mentioned about how. So how, what is the question again for how? Oh, I didn't say this. This is, this is really good that you, that you asked me. Thank you. I um, always like to ask myself this regarding how. How can I do this better? When you use this question, you get to be in uh, two ways more productive because you give it how you have now your mind thinking about solutions on the positive. But then when you say better, it means that you have already done some good things. It means that you have some gratitude there. You appreciate what you've done so far because let's be honest, we are all giving our best with the resources we have handy when we do a certain activity. If we could have done more, we would have done more for sure. If we knew better, we would have done better. But now, since you are asking yourself this, how can I do this better? your mind will start to think in these amazing three ways. Okay, I have done something good. Okay, this is something amazing. So I'm, I'm making progress. I should be proud of myself and I'm grateful. How can I make things even better? Okay, so I can progress even more. I can find even more resources. And I'm also focusing on solutions Okay, I'm training my mind now. It means that every time that I'll be dealing with a similar situation, it'll be easier and easier. It'll work for me so much better and look at me progressing. So it's your internal talk that may not be verbal, as I said it now, but it's just an example to show you how your subconscious mind may get to think 
without you even noticing. So what and how, all the questions that start with this, and yes, thank you for mentioning these two once again, Joanne. The first one, what can I learn from this fear? And how can I do things better are going to uplift your mindset in an amazing way. You will not believe it, how much progress you make in a week or two. Thank you for sharing that. So I, I will have to do the exercise later myself because it's so fascinating. And I will let you know for sure. I will let you know. And uh, so, you know, since you do NLP, right? You're an NLP trainer. You mentioned that you do NLP, live NLP exercises on stage. So can you share with us? I know maybe it's similar, but uh, maybe not. Can you share with us some other simple strategies, like exercises that we can work on ourselves? NLP, you know, like can, we can NLP ourselves. Uh, nothing too complicated, just something simple because you also like simple stuff and people who are listening to this can, after they have asked themselves the question, like how, what and how, but you know, like NLP is all about training our mind again. And for the most part, we were not taught that in school, right? We were not trained in school how to train our mind. So therefore we become a slave of our mind. And sometimes, you know, we feel like we can't even control our mind anymore, right? It's like you have one negative thought and then you think of another negative thought and then all of a sudden you have all these negative thoughts. And I remember I remember we talked about that also before, you know, like you have one thought and enjoy with another and all these thoughts. Um, then we become so overwhelmed by all these thoughts and negative emotions and we experience, you know, what we call the emotional flooding, right? So when that happens which is not fear, basically, is, is thoughts, you know, negative thoughts, which for many people, um, it happens quite often, maybe on a daily basis. What are some of the simple exercises or again, questions that to stop that negative pattern and take back control of our mind? Another great question. I am enjoying our talk so much because we get to help our, our listeners put these very simple exercises in practice. And I only want to share with you two, very simple, very easy, because I want us to see how fear can become the best thing that has ever happened to you. And yes, with these exercises, you can do this. The first one is maybe one of the most uh, simplest activities that we can do right now. Just get a pen and a piece of paper and I don't want you to even write. I want you to draw. I want you to get that paper in front of you, look at it for a few seconds and then start drawing some lines, start drawing some circles and some dots Get your hands very creative with that pen because you are releasing the tension. Most of the times, and I have felt this on my own, on my skin, you cannot even put things down on a piece of paper, your thoughts, words, because you are so overwhelmed, so scared, so blocked. You feel like in a foggy uh, forest with nowhere to go. And I have been there several times and I have tested all the methods. Nothing worked. But when I get to 
Simply draw some lines, get some circles, simply let go of the tension, focusing on something else, breathing a bit while doing this. In a few seconds, maybe 30 seconds, you'll get to be able to write some words down. Write the words that come to your mind. Do not analyze them. Don't judge them. Remember, these thoughts are not yours. So don't waste too much mental energy in um, trying to understand them. Not at first, because you will get all the, the surface, the layers that are very, very shallow. But as you maybe get into a minute or two in writing, then you'll start to understand, okay, well, this fear has nothing to do. Let's say that we are working on anxiety. We have a, a very important client meeting and you get to feel paralyzed. Oh my God, I am very scared that what if I don't land this contract? What if I... Uh, make a laughing stock of myself and your mind gets to shut down get some drawing get some lines you'll start feeling safe and once you get to get the the tension out you will get to put some words down and i suggest when working with anxiety with something that you feel is a very strong fear Stay at least five minutes, write everything down, and it actually is really, really easy. And don't worry if you don't feel like writing any words. Simply drawing some things down will get you to understand, okay, I'm calm, I am very safe, and yeah, I can handle this. But it's different for every one of us. So once again, do not judge yourself. One of the strongest mistakes that we sometimes make is that besides the fear, besides the mental struggle, and besides the pain, we add some extra guilt. And it's, it's unnecessary because as you will do this several days, you'll get to understand, okay, guilt for something that has nothing to do with me, it'll actually make you uh, smile. So might as well try this simple drawing. And of course, let us know how it goes. Joanne and I are very curious to get your input. This is the first exercise. The second one you can also find in my guide on my website, the seven step guides to permanently conquer your fears. It's a metaphor showing you how easy it is to work with your mind when you decide you want to let go of a fear of a limiting belief of a negative pattern. Now, this exercise is only when you feel not that blocked, not that scared. The fear is not as major as in the previous exercise when I suggest that you only draw. This is when you get to consciously decide, okay, I want to let go of this. So what you need to do is to imagine you have your own private highway and all the cars there, all the cars that you see, you are a very fine observer. The cars are your thoughts. You will see their positive thoughts, positive cars, negative thoughts, negative cars. You get to consciously pick 
those negative thoughts, the negative cars, and put them in a bag that you have close to you as you are watching your personal highway. Once you choose all the thoughts that you no longer want to have in your highway, in your system, you get to close the bag thoroughly and what you put there can never come out. After you finish this exercise, I want you to breathe in and out. You let go. You come back in the place where you were before. You let go of your highway. It's there. It's your personal highway. It's safe. It's a nice place because it's yours. You get to understand that, okay, it was so easy to get things from there in my bag that I am controlling that I can literally diminish and eliminate any negative thought, any fear by only deciding. Once you get them in the bag, the metaphor is that they disappear completely. And as I said earlier, it's like dealing with a cloud. You get to shape it. You get to play with it any way you want. And this exercise gets you to forget completely completely that you had a certain fear or a negative belief. And after you get the breathing out, the final breathing, you get to breathe in and out. Everything is as you had hoped it would be. You'll feel safe and happy and positive. And again, give this exercise a few days, two or three days. Do it daily. It actually takes a minute if you get to to do it, uh, as I said now. And again, another great way to look at fear from a different perspective, to let go of it and to understand that it's there to teach you some lessons, to give you a new perspective, and you can decide eventually if you keep it or not. These are great exercises. Oh my God, it's the first time that I'm actually hearing that. That's so powerful. I believe I haven't done that before, but just you talking about it, it opens up, you know, and idea you know just opens up my mind that actually okay i can choose you know what to what thought do i want to think you know do i want to think negatively or do i want to think positively and the personal highway is so is so powerful and it's like your mind right it's basically like just like i think it's a it's a metaphor for the mind so i think the reason why a lot of people, they are paralyzed by fear is because they only think about the fear itself and what could happen. They refuse to look at what could, what could be the best case scenario instead. They only focus on what could go wrong. They don't think of uh, what could go right, which is what I love about Tony Robbins when he says that, you know, um, he says something which is, can't remember, but he says something like, um, what could go wrong is always available, same as what could go right. So, you know, for everything, there is positive and negative side. For everything that, that is negative, you can find positive in it. I think it's not about positive thinking. It's really the truth coming from different perspective of how you see things. The same as you talk about, you know, how to look at fear from different perspective. 
So I think that is so great. And I'm sure a lot of people, they will, you have to try it yourself in order to see the results. If you don't try it, you will never know. So thank you for that. And now, can you share with us, you know, because people are listening to this, yeah, but maybe you are, you don't have fear in your life, Rosanna, you know, you don't know what it feels like to be in my shoes, right? So can you share with us a time in the past where you were faced with your biggest fear? I want to talk about your biggest fear and how did you conquer it so people know that you are just a human being and you can do it, they can do it too. Oh, this is such a great question. Thank you for this. Actually, with fear, since I have worked, I have to be honest with you and tell you that I have worked with thousands of fears of my own, and I have transformed them into curiosity. Now, when I feel fear, I feel, okay, I'm excited. It means that I'm going to learn a lesson. It means that I'm progressing. It means that I'm doing something new. And I simply switched my mind completely. I don't see fear as um, blocking us, as blocking myself. I see it as an amazing opportunity to grow. The truth is that we only grow when we feel that we get to do something new, something that we haven't done before. And it doesn't need to be a struggle. It doesn't need to be hard or difficult. You only need to be doing something that you haven't done before. Can I say that I have brainwashed myself regarding fear? Yes, I have. But indeed, it has not always been like this. And I remember a time around eight years ago, I was around six months into my first job. I was very excited at first. I got to work with foreign languages. I, as I'm a translator, I was very excited. But after a few months, I didn't like what I was doing anymore. And I got into this huge conflict with myself. What am I going to do? This job is nice. It pays me the bills. I have a nice paycheck. The colleagues are nice. The environment is okay, but it's not even close to what I want to do with my life. I was completely paralyzed. I had no idea how to quit a job. I kind of had some... uh, thoughts of what I wanted to do in the future, but I was so extremely scared that I actually waited eight years more. I did not have any knowledge of what I have now about fear, about personal development, about how to grow your mind, how to grow a business exactly, what to do to progress in life, to be happy, to be fulfilled. I was doing something that society would recommend we do, which is not wrong. If you have a job, it doesn't mean it's wrong. You only need to like it. You need to be enjoying everything that you do. And I remember that I was stubborn I did not ask for help until I got to have some physical symptoms. And I'm telling you this because I don't want you to do 
like I did. When you feel that things get very challenging and you don't have a solution like I did, it's the bravest thing to do, the most courageous courageous thing to do is to ask for help. Get a coach, get someone like Joanne that can help you thrive, that can help you see things from a new perspective because you can. You get to be seeing as you have horse goggles, the problem only. And what I did, the the savior uh, solution to me was to indeed get a coach. And I got to see that, okay, things are not at all difficult. Things are not complex. And I got my, uh, my very first help with this very strong fear. And let me tell you um, a situation when I conquered my fear at the beginning, when I was only new into the fear conquering and the step on your fears movement. I remember that I had a call. I um, was growing my business, learning a lot about marketing and branding, and I was uh, on the verge of having a phone call with someone that was pretty important that could um, help me promote my business. And I I actually saw it as a winning uh, phone call if I would say the right things, right? And I was... um, paralyzed. I was very scared because it was a completely new situation. But then I remembered I wasn't too much into fear solving then. I didn't know back then what I know now. But I remember um, thinking about this. Okay, since it's an interaction, since it's communicating with someone else, I am going to give it my best, to give it my all, and to offer my help to them first. It had calmed me completely. So again, it's not about us. It's not about how our makeup looks, how our clothes look, how we talk, how we use our hands, whether we use them or not. It's about the value that you provide. It's about the help, the authentic will to help someone. And okay, I remembered, well, okay, I can help this person as well. I can offer them my help so they can see that I have the best intentions. I am going to be playing full out, giving all the value, giving my very best and I actually was so calm and collected and rational and joyous with such a positive energy of giving. As Tony Robbins says, the secret to living is giving. So might as well give it your best, give it the the most amazing of your core. And I actually had the best phone call ever that person became my mentor and he's my mentor even now and wow what things can can change how things can change when you get to understand that it's not about you the focus needs to be on the message and on the help that you provide 
Thank you for that story. That's so powerful, so inspiring. So many golden nuggets. Um, so many things, so many lessons to learn. So you know, um, I'm so glad to hear that she, he, he or she is now your mentor, and um, so happy for you. I know you focus on helping business owners, um, and professionals and organizations. You have been working with people, and you empower them with a fearless mindset and to make better decisions. So, and I want to ask this question. Um, it's because, you know, sometimes I talk to people and they are afraid, again, to make a decision only because they are afraid they will make the wrong decision, right? I'm sure you have heard it before as well. Again, it comes down to fear, right? The fear of making a wrong decision. So how do we go about making decisions, especially in our career, in our business? How, what can we do and, you know, what do we need to know in order to make a better decision? What a powerful question. I myself have struggled with a lot of anxiety, actually, more than fear, when having to take decisions. Because, as you said earlier, fear has this habit of stacking one on top of the other. You get to feel fear of failure. Then it's fear of the unknown. Then it's fear of being judged. And we get to have these um, horror movie script Hollywood scenarios built in as we get to let our mind go towards uh, building something that's not supporting us. And indeed, it may be easier said than done at first because we all know that when it comes to our professional life, maybe things get even harder. We get to spend so much energy. We get to think of finances. So there are several needs of ours that need to be met. And we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves. What I discovered that helps so much with taking decisions in business and make it also very simple, because once again, Let's be honest, if it's too complex, we only get to make our situation even more difficult. It helps a lot to rationalize. And I have just one question this time that gets you to think things through and give you the best solution ever. Of course, you will need to have a pen and a piece of paper. This is um, the strongest tool that I suggest that you always have handy with anything. If you don't have this handy, your phone will work. You just need to see the eye muscle, the visual sense that we have is the strongest of them all. This is why I insist so much about us writing things down, seeing them. Once again, when we get to put things down, we get to touch things. We get to deconnect and release the pressure that builds up inside our mind. So it's both seeing and then it's touching. Indeed, not most of us are kinesthetic, but when you get to feel something different, when you get to put pressure on your hands, which are, again, very strong muscles in our bodies, wow, the tension starts to release. The question to ask yourself this is, what 
is the best decision that I can take right now. It's that simple. I know maybe, Joanne, that you would have expected something more complex. I know because this is how our mind works. We sometimes get to think things maybe a bit way too complex than they are. But simplicity wins. Simplicity is luxury. Simplicity is clarity. So ask yourself this. What is the best decision that I can take right now? Again, what is the winning word, the winning question? And I want you to put down all your thoughts. You can actually self-coach yourself because you'll get to pour everything there and you may have rationalized some limiting beliefs that you have not even had in your awareness. You'll see all sorts of fears there, all sorts of negative old patterns that are no longer supporting yourself. Maybe you will have some um, similarities with what your parents did when they had to face a business decision or maybe the things that you read in a news article and it wasn't the most empowering. And when you get to have everything written there and this time it's a bit different, it may take up to 10 minutes. Give yourself this luxury. Give yourself the credit of pouring everything down. It is the most amazing way of self-coaching. It's really, really easy. And if, once again, if you feel that things are very difficult for you, very complex, very challenging, put some lines there. Draw some lines, some circles, and when you feel ready, when your mind is going to feel ready to offer you the best decision, the best solution, let it pour there. Be patient, be compassionate, be kind with yourself. And if things are a bit too complex, then go to Joyan because it means that this situation is very strongly for you. It's, it's too strong for you to, to work on your own. So you need someone to guide you. You need someone to help you. And Joanne is the best that you can possibly choose. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, you know, they, they should go to you, Rosanna. You are you are army general of fear, right? And you help them live a, a fear-free life. And uh, I love that question so much yes I wasn't expecting that you know what is the best uh, decision that I can make right now I seriously wasn't expecting that to be honest and I was like wow yes why haven't I thought of that right it's so simple and sometimes yes we overcomplicate things right we think we have to okay I have to apply all these strategies right and in order to come up with the best solution but no you just have to ask yourself what is the best that I can do right now you know the answer. That's why I, I say, you know, you know the answer. Just that you, you, you try, to, try to think, you think other people know better than you, but you actually, you know better because it's your own decision, right? You know what works for you, what doesn't work for you. So thank you for that. That is really a powerful uh, question to ask ourselves. And 
you know, I can talk to you for hours and I really can talk to you for hours. I wish you can be here for hours. Uh, we know that this has been so amazing and such a fearless conversation, I must say. And I'm so glad that you are here today. Um, so we are going to end. Before we end, uh, we have our final five rapid fire questions. So it's the five questions that I ask my guests at the end of the show. So every question has to be answered in one word or one sentence maximum. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, I can wait. Okay. So yeah, I know you'll love it. So the first question is, um, I think you kind of answered this question, but I'm going to ask again. What is the most fearless thing that you have ever done in your entire life? I decided to trust myself. And if it's one word, it's trust. Wow. I love that. Trust. Yes, it's the most fearless thing that we can do, right? Thank you. Okay. If you could live your life all over again, what would you do differently? Nothing. Because I got to learn so many amazing lessons, so much value that I had come across with from my fears as well that I wouldn't change anything. I mean, even you you mentioned that just now in your story, you spent eight years in that job. You also wouldn't want to change that if you could. Even so, even so, because... I got to grow so much from this amazing experience that these lessons are so much more valuable than anything. And I actually look at past as an outstanding teacher. Thank you. Thank you. All right. The third question is, what is something you are trying to learn or curious about right now? myself mm. I got to understand Joyan that our minds are limitless our potential cannot even come close to limitless that's how powerful we are that's how much strength we have when we get to decide to become curious instead of fearful to trust ourselves instead of doubting ourselves and to decide to learn. Yes, I love that. Learn more about myself. I love that so much. The fourth question, if you have five minutes and the whole world was listening to you, what would you say? Trust yourself. Being authentic. I could talk about authenticity, Joanne, with you for a week and not stop because I know it's one of your favorite topics, but it all comes down to you being authentic. So indeed, let's change it. In, instead of saying trust yourself, I would say be authentic. I like things simple. I like things clear, very direct and straightforward because this is how our mind works. These very short phrases and words go directly into your subconscious mind and you get to train yourself on the spot without any effort and when you are authentic you get to be in touch with your mission with your higher self your strongest purpose and 
your most biggest goals out there? Because as you mentioned a few minutes ago, we need a very strong, compelling why. You need to build yourself a very strong future in order to move, in order to decide to conquer your fears, because otherwise, why would you? And you can only do this when you are authentic. So be authentic. It actually takes less than five minutes. It's two seconds. Be authentic. Yeah, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Okay, the last question is, what brings you joy? My daughter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's so cute. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> It's, yeah. uh, it's amazing because I had uh, another word come uh, into my mind. Well, as you say, to reply with only one word, it would be Isabel. It's just yeah. one word. But I also had a very close um, need to say evolution. I love that we evolve as human beings, that we get to discover ourselves, to grow both uh, in our businesses in our personal lives as well but in this case i have got to admit that my my baby girl is the the strongest the most biggest creation that i could have ever done and all the rest that i do is simply um a bonus mm. i love that so much she's so cute like i said yeah if you haven't seen how cute uh, her daughter is, Isabel. Go to her you know, Instagram. She posts about her photos all the time. She's so cute. And thank you for taking the time out in your morning and being here today. So I'm sure a lot of people want to know more about you, want to get to work with you uh, to help them overcome their fears. So where can I send people to you? Thank you so much, Joyan. I really appreciate that as I love serving people and helping them live a fear-free professional life. Go on my website, roxanapopet.com or on social media, Roxana Popet. I'm everywhere and I would love to meet you and know your story and let me know your questions about your fears in business because I'm on YouTube. I have live sessions every day. So get in, get in there with me, go live, and I will be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Thank you. All right, guys, I hope you love this episode. Go and follow, go follow Rosanna, go to her website, go to her YouTube channel and watch all her live videos. She's amazing. And listen to her podcast as well. You know, she has a podcast called Stories About Fear and all the amazing things that she is doing. And if you're not following me, follow me at joyan.chan. And if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss another episode. And I will always leave you the same way as I leave you with every other episode. Show up. The world needs you and you need you. Thanks for listening and I wish you all a joyful and amazing day ahead. Bye everyone. Thank you, Rosanna. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you, Joanne. Hey guys, I hope you love this episode. If you love this episode, take a screenshot of this and share it on your IG stories and tell me what is your biggest takeaway. Remember to take me at findjoyvjoyan underscore podcast so that we can connect with you. And if you would like to support me personally and support my mission, then please help us 
rate and review the podcast at Apple Podcast. I read all of them. And until next time, my friend, show up. The world needs you, and you need you. You need the best version of yourself every single day. So always strive to be the best you can be in this present moment. Again, thanks for listening, and I will soon be back with another guest in the next episode.